Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 68 of the Z Haley Show. I'm super excited that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, before we get into this week's special guest co-host, with whom I had a decadent conversation about self-curiosity, self-discovery, relationships with our bodies, building health practices. God, it was such a yummy, yummy discussion. I can't wait for you to get into it. Uh, I just have a couple housekeeping things. So buckle up, kids. It's that time of the episode where we talk about things for us. Uh, First and foremost... If you're enjoying the Z Haley Show, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, I post on Instagram and Facebook, and they are share-ready. So let your friends know, because the more friends that listen to the show, the more show you get. Boom. Ready? Moving on. Uh, I am performing quite a bit in the month of December, and I would love to see you there. Uh, if you want details about everything that I'm going, excuse me, everything that I'm doing, please go to zhaley.com. That's Z as in zebra, H-A-I-L-E-Y.com slash classes, the letter N shows, um, and you can get all of the details there. Um, let's get into it. First and foremost, on Sunday, December 1st at 8 p.m. at the Detroit Shipping Co., in downtown Detroit, come out for the 313 Comedy Show. It's a lineup of really great local talent as well as some um, national all-stars that that stop in to do the show. It's a really great room. The Shipping Co. has some really great food vendors, so it's a fantastic way to sort of button up your weekend, come out for comedy, good food, be in the city, and then you can go to work on Monday feeling refreshed, revived, and have a fun new story to tell. Exciting, exciting times. Um, Boom. Saturday, December 7th, 9 p.m. at Bagley Central. Come out for the Joker Show. That's the Joker Show with no E. Um, It's $5 to get in, but you're seeing um, at least five comedians. So that's like $1 per comedian, kids. Like, I cannot express the value to you. Um, I'm really excited. Gary Madera is going to be there. Jay Harris. Diego Antisi... I can't say his last name. Diego Antiasio. God, fuck. And Robert Kimney. Robert Kimney from Canada is going to be there. Uh, so come on out. Diego's been on the, on the show. He's a friend of the pod. So come out and support us. It's going to be a good time. Uh, $5 gets you in. Now I'd like to talk about the crown jewel. This really exciting thing that I'm doing uh, in the month of December. Um, I am producing the 2019 Roast of Santa. It's a fundraiser show for the Save the Children Fund. The monies that we will be raising, so any monies that we raise that evening, will specifically go to help uh, reunite the families at the borders as well as provide them um, uh, sanitation kits, um, toiletries. Um, There's women there that don't have menstrual um, cycle equipment. Um, There's kids that need mental health services, translators. There's a lot of uh, things that our monies can go to. Um, It's Saturday, December 14th. Doors are at 7 p.m. Show is at 7.30. It's a suggested donation of $10. Of course, if you would like to give more, we are happy to receive it. If you can only afford to give $5 or even a dollar, we are not going to turn you away. Every dollar helps. Every dollar counts. It's a 
lineup of incredible comedians who have come together to roast Mr. Bullful of Jelly himself, Santa Claus. Um, it's going to be really, really fun. The lineup is incredible, so please check that out. Um, I would love to see you there. The last thing that I want to talk about, um, other than the shows, I recently launched a life coaching practice. So if you have ever been listening to this episode or if you listen to this episode today and you're thinking to yourself, wow, Haley is like a badass. How do I connect to my own badassness? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a certified life coach with a pretty robust background in a lot of different things, and I would love to help you achieve your goals, figure your stuff out, and feel more connected to yourself and others. It all starts with a free discovery call. It's just 30 minutes of your time, and we talk about how you're looking to be helped, what types of focus you want to put on yourself, and we figure out if I'm the right fit to support you. If I'm not, I'm going to send you all the resources that I can to help you. Um, And if I am the right person, I'll make recommendations. Uh, You can learn all about this at zhaley.com slash coaching and services. So zhaley.com slash coaching and services. You can learn about the discovery call. You can learn about my coaching and subsequently you can learn about packages if that is the right fit for you. (sighs) Okay, kittens, it is time for you to meet this week's special guest co-host. It's Savitrice Divers. She is a licensed massage therapist. She's a fitness instructor, a yoga instructor, a spiritual um, wanderer, learning more about who she is as a person and how her soul connects to the universe every day. She's a mother, a daughter, a partner, an incredible human being. I'm so excited for you to get to know her more. Uh, So without further ado, welcome to episode 68 with special guest co-host, Savitri. You're on. Savitri Stivers. Savitri Sarian. Savitri Stivers. Savitri Stivers. Yes. Sa- it's got to be Savi. Savi, okay. Yes. Savitri Stivers. Now, wait, are you saying, are we, I want to, would you rather I call you Savitri Stivers? Call me Savi. Savi, okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, no, that works. Because I want to, like, it's one of those things where it's like, I know a lot of folks who, like, they have names and they feel like, well, it's just easier for people to just say this. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, I want to call you what you want me to call you. Sure. If you'll, if you'll be patient with me, well, I fuck it up a couple times. Not because That's I don't no. love you. No, 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 no. So I, I would say usually the people in, within my spiritual community always call me Savvy Tree. But some of them call me Savvy, too. Oh, and bad. everyone, isn't it? Like, in my, at my job, calls me Savvy. Okay. So, yeah. Cool. 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 Mm-hmm. Savvy, welcome to the show. Yeah, hey, thanks. I'm so excited Great to have you here. Um, so, I actually don't remember how we met. I know we're friends on Facebook. Right. And I remember being like, oh, I know how we met. Facebook recommended you Ah. and so I remember being like and I think that everyone has had this experience and there's that meme that circulates right now that's like you might know this person on Facebook and then the next thing is like I sure do do you want to friend them absolutely not 
<laughs> but I got saw your picture and I was like, this queen, yes, yeah. like this fucking sweet. <laughs> And I like clicked on your clicked on your profile, and I went through, and I was like, "She's into yoga. She's into energetic. She's into massage. Like this, this is a treat." So I was like, "Friend," and then we became friends. Yes, but do you know what's really funny? What's I funny? I actually met you in person. When? Before. We oh my god! Please tell me. Yeah. So, it was at Citizen. Yeah, and we had taken a class together, and we actually exchanged words after class. And I don't remember what we talked about, but like, was it good? Yeah, oh, it was okay, super good. good. No, <laughs> you were like, you were super vibrant, and Thank we you. just like connected for a second, and like that was that. Okay. So I just always like knew, like, oh yeah, I know that lady. And okay. so when I saw you on Facebook, I was like, oh, <laughs> I was not like oh. absolutely not. <laughs> okay, that makes me feel much better because the thing is, is like we had like 120 people in common. Yeah. Which like. If if I have more, if we have more than a hundred people in common, I'm like, yes, we'll be friends. Like right. that's fine. Mm. Um, holy shit, that's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, good for us. Yeah. Was your hair way shorter when we met at Citizen, probably, or no? Okay. I don't think so. Take no. it back. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad that we've straightened all that out. Would you mind telling our friends listening a little bit about like what's going on with you like what do you do who are you yeah what up? Who am what's up? I? I love who that are question. you so yeah that's like that question alone is like why i do what i do mm-hmm. um so Ooh. i am a yogi first and foremost mm-hmm. and that is not me just going to yoga classes quote unquote um for me yoga is a deeply inward practice and experience yeah. that like it's an ongoing thing, a constant work, like my number one job, right? So, um, yeah, so I'm a yogi. I'm a mom. I have a six-year-old and trying to raise him through as much yoga philosophy as possible. Yeah. Um, and I'm a massage therapist. That's another way for me to just kind of serve and love people in ways that uh, – I mean, we all need, so clearly the body, like we all have these vehicles that have to be taken care of in certain ways. And, um, yeah, I feel just like super passionate to, to serve people through that. And yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about the journey into yoga for you? Like, was it something that uh, through your childhood you were super active Mm -hmm. in or like, how did you get into it? Yeah. So I feel like you're going to find this like really funny because it's, it's almost like not, it's like not the most ideal story, you know. <laughs> so I'm gonna ruin the podcast right now. No, you're not. Wait, does it start with a Groupon? No. Okay, that's that hilarious. that was my yeah. journey into yoga. So like, I love I love that you're like, yeah. My no, yeah. my first yoga experiences was through Groupon. That's so great. How, that's like hashtag basic. That's yeah. so <laughs> hashtag. I was 21. I was like, this is 25. dollars It's yeah. amazing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um. You know, so my first experience with, like, yoga, the postures ever, was when I was 14, and my mom had went to, like, Target or something and got, like, this two-pack of, like, yoga mats and, like, a towel set and DVDs and, like, brought it home and was like, let's try this. And I was like, okay, sure. And... I remember being so bored, and I was like, this sucks. (laughs) This sucks. And I was just, like, completely disinterested. And um, it wasn't until I was pregnant with my son that, like, 
I had already been kind of um, intrigued by the spiritual world, and I had friends who were coming into my life who just, like, were clearly magical people, and I was like, I want to be like you. Yeah. So I spent more time with them, and they introduced me to meditation and yoga, and so when I got pregnant with my son, I just, like, something fully aligned in me that was like, I have to give this practice another go. Yeah. Um, And so I did prenatal yoga, and it was, like, just so amazing. Like, I felt more connected to my body and of course to my baby like yeah it was awesome so that was that was where I really got back into it and I do want to go back for a moment yeah <laughs> um so and you're also in fitness I am yes and I I have not shared this story with our friends so I'm sure and I haven't shared it with you yeah um I grew up uh, I was very, when I was very, very young, I was very, very lean and probably more traditional, like standard body type. Um, and when I got to be in the summer between fourth and fifth grade is when I started putting on emotional weight. Mm, okay. And, uh, and then after that, like sixth grade and in, into high school, I felt so much shame about my body and I felt so bad about my body and I had got, received so much negative feedback None of which belongs to me, right? Like, the feedback you get from the world around you isn't really real. You have to be in your own body. Yeah. And so I had avoided physical activity because I was just so ashamed of my body. And my, quote, unquote, fitness journey literally started with, uh, fuck, crunch, fat-burning Pilates. It's a green DVD. The woman... That's what it's called. Crunch. It's the brand is called Crunch, like Crunch Gyms. Okay. I'm looking it up right now because the woman, um, fat burning Pilates, the woman who teaches it, Ellen, Ellen Barrett, she's a fucking jam. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm looked it up right now. You can watch it on YouTube. It's a 45 minute workout. Um, I realized in doing this little DVD in my bedroom, Mm -hmm. like with the door closed, no one home, Mm -hmm. um, I did this DVD every day before I went to class, before I went to whatever, uh, when I was 18. Yeah. Like the, I started doing it before I went to college. Not only did I physically, I lost weight. I was doing other things at the time, but I lost weight. But I started feeling really good in my body. And so I went out and bought Alan Barrett's, like, other DVDs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is fucking sweet. Like, I've never done Pilates in a class before, like, in a classroom. Yeah. And so from 18 to 19, I did Alan Barrett's Crunch Fat Burning Pilates, Crunch... Um, focused workouts so there was a core leg and arm workout mm-hmm. with alan barrett and then i got carmen electra's strip aerobics oh yeah i want to let everyone know to this day disc two is the fucking jam it is i if you are ever if anyone ever asked me like does anyone have any hot tips for a 30 minute workout YouTube, Carmen Electra's Strip Aerobics Disc 2 with Michael, I can't think of his last name, but it is a great 30-minute workout. There's additional 30 minutes of core, leg, and arms Mm -hmm. that you can do. It's a fucking jam. Wow. And then I got the group on, and I was terrified because I was like, how am I supposed to go in a room of other people and show them my body and and feel okay? And Mm -hmm. that 
going through that process has been incredibly healing and has allowed me yeah. to connect to my body. But I just wanted to share all of that. Yeah. Because what I have learned is, I thank you for yeah indulging this huge story. Fitness DVDs are fucking sweet and a great time. Yeah. Yoga DVDs, I have a much harder time connecting to. Interesting. And I don't, like, I enjoy the studio setting so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, do you still find that or have you explored? Oh, my God. I don't think I've watched... Like, I know there's just a plethora of, like, yoga everything on YouTube or, yep. like, there's a million apps Guy you can Network. Get. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, so many networks now. Um, I've never even thought about watching any of them. But, like, it does make sense to me that, like, because it naturally is more of an inward practice, even, even in vinyasa flows, like, if you're trying to do that with, like, a screen, like, you lose something. And, like, I will say there's a couple, I've done some, like, morning stretch flows mm-hmm. like in hey we're in winter time and i personally think like if you can make the time to wake up an extra 15 minutes and go on to youtube there's a couple like morning yoga stretch routines that are about 10 minutes long mm-hmm. it's a great way to start your day definitely opening yourself back up from being so cold mm-hmm. like it's really good for you um but w- you're right like in the more there's something about physically being seen in a yoga class and in a yoga practice yes. when you're when you're practicing yourself that's really helpful totally to your body mm-hmm. as much as your mind. And yeah, so I acknowledge and I think it's so fucking cool that your mom was like, I went out and got us yoga mats yeah. and we're gonna do this. That's so cute. It was you know, reflecting back right now in this moment, I'm like, yeah, that was really sweet. Like she was, you know, someone who struggled with her own um body image issues and just like a very like negative self-reflection of herself and so that was one of her many ways in my childhood of like trying to get better yeah like we all are you yeah know? do you think that she has an improved relationship with her body now I don't know it's hard to say like I'm sure it's very different um this is an interesting story that maybe has nothing to do with like my career but if I can share it so, yeah 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 it's just cool. it's you um, so my mom had me when she was 20 years old, like was in essentially the most like, you know, crazy time of her life, mm-hmm. like developmentally. Yeah. And so she was a certain kind of mom then. And so when I was pregnant with my son, my mom was actually pregnant with my little brother. Oh, and wow. So, yeah. So my, my son and my little brother are only four months apart. Um, so my uncle, or I'm sorry, my son is the nephew of my little brother. <laughs> and we're like, it's hilarious. Um, but I feel like when my mom was pregnant the second time, you know, with my little brother, like she just was way more connected to like the kind of wanting to be nurturing and loving and like have a sweet little supportive nest at home. And so I just got to see her in a totally new light than how I did in my childhood. And I think just from that experience of motherhood again alone for her was like, it was such a positive change just in general. Yeah. In her life. I'm sure she feels it in her body too. Like, yeah. It's interesting. Um, I don't mean to assume your age. I'm assuming you're in your 20s now. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm 26. Okay. The, the body is 26. The body is 26. <laughs> heard, heard. Uh, 
as so I'm in my early 30s and it's really interesting having an adult relationship with my mother and there's areas where I have grown outgrown her at a much younger age and a lot of it has to do with the fact that I was equipped with tools at a far younger age that she was not equipped with and we're both different people etc 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 it's interesting to watch my mother mother my siblings differently Mm -hmm. than me Mm -hmm. uh it's interesting to watch my mother and her relationship with her body and how that's different than me Mm -hmm. um and how she relates to the world in there's a physical distance between us. She lives in Chicago and I live here. But there's these, I recently spent time with her and there was these moments where I just got to just watch her. And I was like, this is so fucking cool mm-hmm. that you're my mom and intellectually I understand that. Right. But I can like see you as a human being. Yeah. And it's like such a treat. And I know that you, you're a young woman, right? Like mm-hmm. you're in your late 20s. Uh, that's such a gift that you can sort of, I think a lot of folks in their 20s seeing their mother pregnant or even parenting their younger sibling, they might feel other feelings than you intuitively felt. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool that you were in the seat of the witness. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's the real practice of yoga, mm-hmm. being able to extract yourself far enough that you can just fully observe and like get a really clear image on what what's happening in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. So you get into yoga, you also get into massage. Mm-hmm. Did those things happen simultaneously? Did those things happen separately? Like do you, what is that about? Yeah. Um I feel like let's see. So yoga came before massage. Um and if I'm totally honest with massage like it's another one of those, like, blasé stories. Here we go. Boring podcast. Just it's not stuff. boring. Stop. <laughs> so. No, you just, so, like, hey, I'm going to tell this incredibly sweet story about how my mom went and bought yoga mats, and then I just met all these magical people and was like, I'm magical, too. I want to keep going on this journey. But go to sleep. No. <laughs> I can't right, wait to. Don't go to wait, sleep, I but. really hope that the story is like. So I'm in Brazil, and I'm trying to get away from these Mayan ghosts. I wish it was something like that, <laughs> but it's totally not. No, it's like, I now I, I think about it, and I'm like, wow, there were these little seeds mm-hmm. that were planted. And so, like, to backtrack, got into yoga because of these awesome, magical friends I had in my life, and one of them happened to be a massage therapist, and... No, I mean, when I first met her and even knowing her, like, I never thought that that would be my thing. Like, I, career-wise, I was always just in the, like, bartending, serving world, and that's what my mom did for literally her whole adult life. And so I was like, okay, I'm probably just going to do that. I didn't really have any deep sense of who I really was mm-hmm. or who I wanted to be, so I just kind of went with that plan. And so, like, you know... Years later, um, I had split up with my son's dad, and I had this opportunity to, like, start my life fresh. I, like, felt it, like, beyond belief, like, this huge space. Like, I had been compressed for so long, and not even saying by, like, his dad or 
any other circumstances, but like I had created this pressure on myself to be, you know, a certain kind of partner to my ex or a mother to my mom and, or a mother to my son. Yeah. Um, and it was just so much pressure that when I felt that release, that opening, I was like, oh my God, I have to take advantage of this. And so I had decided that like at the time when I split with my ex, we were living in like Shelby Township, blah, boring. And I was like, I'm coming back to Ferndale. Like mm-hmm. I love Ferndale for so many reasons. And, and that kind of like lit me up to be able to come back here and like get in touch with the yoga, like communities and, um, and so maybe this is interesting in this new little Ferndale abode I had, I woke up from sleep one night in this new place and this thought came that I needed to go to Irene's, my massology Institute and schedule a tour. And so like I called literally like five minutes after waking up and scheduled the tour. And I think it was maybe like two days later, I got there and the second I stepped out of my car, I was like, oh my God, this is like holy land right here. And I instantly knew like, okay, I'm going to massage school. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess that's interesting. But like, that is even interesting. then I was like, did I really think I was going to be a massage therapist? I was like, I don't know, but I'm just, I felt that draw, that energetic, like I'm supposed to be here walking on this path and I'll see how it turns out. I I ardently believe. Um, I forget what the exact quote is, but I keep going back to there's this Buddhist quote, and in the, at the end of it, it's like, "How gracefully can you let go of what doesn't belong to you?" Mm. And then I think immediately of Bruce Lee. Mm. Um, you just got to be water. Just be water, and like you just have to flow with what's coming coming towards you, yeah. and. Uh, right, water doesn't latch onto things. It just keeps going. Right, it's it like flows. okay, and it changes. Right, mm-hmm. water can become ice, mm-hmm. which can be broken, mm-hmm. but melts and comes back together. Right, uh, water can become vapor, which can become clouds, which become heavy, which turn into rain. Like mm-hmm. you just, you are not meant to be one thing, and I feel so strongly. I can, I everyone can tell stories like this. Where they can sit and look back at the last five years of their lives, the last ten years of their lives, and think of instances, relationships, jobs, couches, that they just held on to, held on to, held on to. And when they let go, something else shows up. Yeah. And I think three things that I want to share, just saying them. One... If it's about letting go, but also moving towards what you're called to. Mm-hmm. Like, you you were called to that. You were called to that to service your life. Right. There are other people who will, like, wake up and be like, oh, ooh, I need to start wearing red, which might seem completely boring or inane or mm-hmm. means nothing, but it's like, l- start listening to what's being told to you. Right. And the, the last thing is, uh, I've been thinking a lot about this lately. When, you, when we are rejected or when we reject, we're, we're really creating the opportunity for space to be maintained. Mm. So I think a lot about like, 
in dating right now, like I'm, I am very serious in my dating right now. I'm not fucking around. I'm not looking to just hook up. Mm. I like, I am looking for serious people. And, you know, it's hard to look back at my dating history or to think back on certain people and to feel like, ooh, that was rejection. It felt bad. But a friend of mine was like, well, what if you could think of it inversely? Like, what if you could think of it if instead of like protection, like, that rejection was like, I'm saving you the trouble of wasting your time with this mm. so that the right thing can show up. Yeah. And uh, listen, because it's going to happen. Right. Like, you can fight it all you want, but that job that you hate, you're going to have to quit. Mm-hmm. Or you're scared to say that I'm ready for the promotion. Like, you're going to have to do it. Right. Um. And so I love that you were able to listen to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like many years of developing that skill alone of like Mm. having the openness to listen and not just to like the crap that runs through your head. Like, so all of us have that like constant, like the ego, the unconscious mind, it's always drawing from just so much, so much nonsense. Like, (laughs) so but it's beyond that like I knew that when I woke up that morning the fact that that thought was there and I had no recollection of a dream of any kind like it was there and I was like that can't just be nothing yep I wasn't willing to believe that no and yeah so I think when you do have those thoughts that you can't really logically process through like why not trust why not trust it and see what happens? So when you, so uh, I'm a yoga teacher, and so there's parts of me that's like, I know a lot about that. I don't know a lot about being a massage therapist, so mm-hmm. I want to ask you some questions. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. So I love getting a massage. I love it. Mm-hmm. I, in friends, if you're listening, please schedule a massage. Like, yes. And don't just get a 15-minute massage. People do that? People do, like, those little chair massages. Oh, God. Yeah, right? Like, that. And, no. like, okay, like, you're walking to the mall, and, like, oh, it'd be nice to just treat myself to a little 15-minute massage. No! No. Not enough treat. Mm-mm. You don't take one bite of cake. <laughs> right. You eat the piece. Yes. Thank so, you. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> and so I'm going to share a couple things. My first massage experience was not through group run. I know you can do that. I know you can do that. Um... But I bought myself a 60-minute massage, and in my head I was like, there's no, there's no way they can do something for 60 minutes. And now I only think I would – I've only booked 90-minute massages. Yeah. Um, because there, there's stuff there. Um, I have asked this question of my masseurs, but I'm just sort of curious of everyone's experience. Yeah. As a, cust- or as a client, when I walk in – there's, especially with a new person, mm-hmm. it's like, what do I tell them? Like, and then also, how can I, like, how can I just experience this? Because I think some folks, when they think about getting massaged, they get caught up like, well, I wouldn't know what to say. I feel nervous. What does it look like? Um, and and even as a yoga teacher, like, I'll come into a classroom and say, like, does anyone have any area of the body they want to focus on? Mm-hmm. And then it's crickets. Yeah. And then after class, they're like, wow, I really wish I had asked for. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess what I'm sort of asking you is, can you talk a little bit about 
like maybe best tips for how folks can articulate their needs yeah especially if it's their first time to make them feel a little more comfortable sure and then could you also share a little bit about as a massage therapist like how you can both energetically intuitively but also in the study of the body like know how to help if that makes sense yeah yeah that's big so i feel like it makes a lot of sense to me like when you said as a yoga teacher you go into class and you're like what do we want to work on? What part of your body today? And everybody's like silent. <laughs> and and I think that definitely happens in the treatment room sometimes, uh-huh. like before we get started with the massage. Um, but it's a little bit different mm-hmm. because most of the time people come for a massage like far past the point when they really needed one. <laughs> and so they're like, oh my God, my neck hurts so bad. And I'm like, okay, so like, what does that so bad mean? Like, yeah. does it hurt to turn your head? So so th- really, as the client, your main responsibility is to just like fully let me know what's going on to the best of your knowledge, right? So you know yourself. We all know ourselves. And just let me know what's up. And I'll dig deeper. We'll get deeper into it. And so when it comes to the treatment side, so to that second part of your question, um, so I get all of that information, start assessing, and then start feeling out. But there's general, like maybe this is helpful. um, For a lot of us, like we get this tech neck. So you can, you know, you have your phone. Yeah. No, just so friends at home, please, for the love of God, We've all seen someone, and we've all done it, you're holding your phone, and we all hold our phones at, like, below nipple level, Mm -hmm. and I only say that it's below your collarbones and above your belly button, Mm -hmm. so the nipple level, and then we let our necks turn, and we look down at our phones. Mm -hmm. That is not great kids no it's terrible actually yeah you're it's it's causing like severe dysfunction in not just the musculature of like the upper back neck but like literally the spine itself the cervical spine i can't tell you how many clients i see who are like losing the natural curvature in their spine or if they've just lost it completely like this is it's a an epidemic like no joke so i always tell my clients like if you're going to be on your phone, you need to have it like a grandma right in front of your face, eye level. I don't care how stupid you think you look, but like if you want to have a healthy, functional, like moving body, do it. I literally, when when people I'm really close to, when I see them do that, I will literally push their phone mm-hmm. up. And when they look at that, I'm like, you're... you're you're all interconnected. Yes. You're rounding your spine. Yes. You're blowing. You're pushing your thoracic spine out. Mm-hmm. And fun fact: if you didn't see Jerry Maguire, the human head weighs eight pounds. It's at ten to fourteen, actually, for most oh. people. Well, so some people yeah. might have an eight, but yeah. it's it's like a bowling ball, literally. And your cervical spine—it's the smallest amount of vertebrae mm-hmm. in your entire entire spinal cord. It's designed to swivel. Mm-hmm. It's designed to go up and down, but not hold. It's not a weight-bearing no. bone structure. No. So. We really have to be incredibly thoughtful. Thank you so much for letting me go on this tirade because it literally no, drives me fucking crazy. It's so important, yeah. And also, P.S., 
precious sweet baby angels i know that you're listening to this probably like while you're at work while you're driving maybe while you're on the subway kittens look around you the world is beautiful and yeah there i love the internet save that shit for when you're laying in bed like having your 10 minute decompress when you get home from work like don't hurt your body keep going yeah that i'm so so happy we touched on that because um so it's really you come to get a massage you let me know what you need and this is also an issue because a lot of people don't really know what they're feeling or what they need so another big reason to come and get massage is because it helps grow your awareness of not just your body but also the thoughts that like are going and going in your head it's a it's a really incredible setting kind of like a you know when you go to a yoga class you have this chance to be in this container where you can really see yourself if you want to. Yeah. For those, okay, so for those who use massage, because I, to be clear, and I am super grateful for my life, I have never, nope, that's not true. I have only ever had one experience where I was in so much pain that I actively pursued. I got acupuncture. Mm-hmm. My right, it's a bigger thing. For those who see massage as like a treat, they're like, I want to just get this as a treat. And who would come in and say like, I don't really know what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. What is it like for you when you see that client and they don't really say like, like, oh, you know, like how could you better help them? Like if they were able to say something, you know what I'm Um, saying? You know, I feel like for those people who come in and they don't really have a specific area of the body that's troubling them. Yeah. It's more like they're like, I just want to relax. And I'm like, that's cool. So, and then I elaborate into like, I definitely want you to relax, but I really suggest you don't just go to sleep. Yeah. Right. So to develop that awareness, like you have to try to be aware. You can't just fall asleep. So for them on the table, just being able to fully relax into themselves and experience the massage from the inside, right? So you have the outward force from me, your therapist, and what that stimulates within you. And it's a really, um, it's an incredible practice on its own, really. Um, so I don't know if I fully answered No, you that, did. I just, because I think... And it's okay to like yeah. come and, and just want to treat yourself, but to yeah. understand that massage should not be seen as just a treat yeah like this is actual like genuine therapy that i mean we're seen like as a part of the healthcare community as yeah. preventative care because so just maintenance and upkeep of the body like we kind of talked about on the couch like Absolutely. there's so many things that you can't do for yourself right you have to have that that other piece to be there Part of what I'm sort of digging around for on behalf of my friends is that, like, self-care, people say that, and I think it's almost become, like, a joke. And to me, it's not a joke. Yeah. Um, Self-care and self-maintenance are really important. It's super important to take routine baths, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's important to wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Of course, yeah. And that's a routine that you have to take care of. And, And I had shared before we got on mic that, like, I know I need to get back into getting regular massage or regu- regular acupuncture because mm-hmm. I can feel my body getting tight again. Yeah. Um, and there's other routines that I want to reintegrate. And uh, I'm not do 
as it has gotten colder, it feels already like January, and we're not even really in December at all. Um, but as we move into winter, I'm already planning to get more engaged in my body. And I think for a lot of folks, like, don't be afraid. And I think, like, some of what I'm asking you is about helping folks who are like, well, you know, what if someone thinks something weird about my body? What if someone Mm. thinks my skin feels gross? What if I don't know how to talk about it? And I think, like, a lot of what you just shared was like, girl, come. Like, just be here. No, that's so great. I'm so happy you brought that up. Yeah. Because... Like, even though I personally haven't thought about some of those things you just mentioned, like, when I get massage, I know other people do. And so, from me, your friendly neighborhood, you know, local massage therapist, like, <laughs> we don't ever think about how dry your skin is or how hairy your legs are or how pokey or whatever. Like, <laughs> like I literally, yeah. we don't ever care. We don't even see that. Like, we're so focused, like, beyond the skin beyond the shape of your body period like I you know me and like I see this work of massage as like this really deep way of connecting with people and it's even beyond the muscles and the tissues it's a deeply like integrative spiritual work right um but to bring it more surface again like you can just get so much from this and and two, if you do have those concerns, like I personally speaking for myself, like you could share that with me and there's never judgment about that. I don't shame people ever because I don't want to be shamed. Right. There's no reason to be ashamed of your body ever. Right. Even if you feel like there's something really wrong. Yeah. I working in the fitness industry and having having what some might call like a non-traditional fitness body. And having been a consumer of the fitness industry mm-hmm. with what some might consider a non-traditional fitness body, um, and just generally being a fucking alive and, like, aware human being, we get a lot of information about our bodies and about right. ourselves and, like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. As a yoga teacher, as a yoga student, as a fitness student, as somebody who works with people, like in my life coaching work... I personally don't see any elements separate from one another. Right. And I, I know that you feel the same. And I think the the work is so vulnerable. It is. And it, in, I think a lot about like when I see students in yoga classes get frustrated. Sometimes they're frustrated with their body because their body won't hold the pose or mm-hmm. they're, they feel like it doesn't look, like I can, you can see it for me. Like I'm like, oh shit, she's thinking about how she doesn't look like him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh fuck, don't think like that. Don't think like that. Right. Don't. Like I can't make you do anything, but like, please let that shit go. Yeah. Um, or you can tell that they're just like their mind over mattering and they're just like, good fucking damn it. Like, why can't, why yeah. can't I do this? They're not thinking about anyone else. Mm-hmm. And just be water, baby. Like, if yeah. you can just be more <laughs> fluid. And I, what I've loved about getting more involved in the practice of my body, whether it's, whether it's going to Planet Fitness and doing my workout routine, whether it's practicing yoga, mm-hmm. whether it's going to get acupuncture, going to get massage, the more you can unlock 
I think the better. And it is it is routine maintenance. Yes. I understand and respect that getting a 60 minute or 90 minute, which is really the best, <laughs> massage every month is pro- may not be in everyone's budget. Maybe not. But but think about it. For I'm sure a lot of people today it's very normal to say that you're on two or three medications for whatever it be, your blood pressure mm-hmm. or your this or that. Um, and to see and to know that your massage is an investment in your health. You invest in 300 plus, you know, phones. I should have said like 700 plus Girl, you know, phones shit. and like all kinds of technology and like the things you have in your home. Why not invest in yourself? Yeah. You know, I mean, it just, it only makes sense when you like look at it like that. Like, hmm, what do I actually hold as a priority? Yeah. And, and it's, it doesn't have to be all at once, right? Right. And, and again, like things happen, you have to make priorities. But I, I just think too, like, it, okay, so if massage is going to be a quote unquote treat, right? Like treat yourself. You should in celebrate, uh, Muriel, Muriel Heidebreak, the Detroit fit, or excuse me, Detroit nutrition coach. She's been on this, the show and mm-hmm. she talked about the treat and I love her. If you don't know her, you should, um, she's fucking fantastic. Uh, she talks about like, I'll never forget this. I met up with her she, about nutrition coaching mm-hmm. and she, one of her first questions she asked is like, so how do you like treat yourself? And if we were to go out on the street right now and we asked, 100 people how they treat themselves i bet a hundred I, I bet bottom dollar 70 percent or more would be like "Ooh, i get this cookie i get this Ooh, i take myself out for a steak dinner or yeah. i you know i go to my grandma's house and she makes me whatever and it's about food mm-hmm. and muriel was like what if instead of thinking about treating yourself with like a cheat meal you treated yourself with like a new lipstick from mac because she knows that I love fucking lipstick. <laughs> or it, or if you treated yourself with, like, taking yourself to Chicago to go to Hamilton. And mm-hmm. recently, that's I did that for myself. Yeah. There was a specific goal. I was like, if you can do this, if you can... I will share this. Um, I didn't want to look at someone's Instagram anymore. Because every time I did it, it hurt me and it hurt me bad and I was emotionally cutting that's how I was referring to it and I was like okay if you can go 30 days without looking at their Instagram I'm gonna take you to see Hamilton Mm. and I fucking (laughs) I fucking did it yes and so I digress to say that like perhaps instead of treating yourself with a new 300 pair dollar shoes um or taking yourself out for like a fancy dinner maybe you treat yourself with massage Yes. And that's something that you can think about. Yeah, definitely. To com- contemplate that. Um, if, and I think just the language and the, the kind of energy around that word treat, though, and the perspective change is probably probably a whole other podcast in itself. Yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, we should be treating ourselves with things or experiences, better yet, that help us see ourselves better. Be in touch with ourselves more. If you feel like a steak dinner would do that for you, definitely take that treat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but whatever that is for you, to be authentic about it and, you know, always having that perspective of, like, I want to love myself. I want to feel good. I want to be better. 
always, right? I think yeah. that's all what we're going for. Oh, we're yeah. trying to be happy. It's all within that same umbrella. Yeah. What is the most fun thing about your body? About your most body. fun thing about my body. Wow. Um, I'm so grateful for my body. Like yeah. That it literally, <clears throat> it moves and it lives and it breathes and and it's with me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel so deeply connected to my body in this way that isn't like a, you know, like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm the owner of my body. Like, I feel like I'm just borrowing it. And so to be able to, like, wake up and know that, like, sweet, I get to use this today to touch people. Yep. Like, to to physically touch, physical touch is so, so necessary, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as a human species, like, we know we need it. We can't avoid it. And that alone, like, that's what I think is most fun, that I get to have that experience every day of knowing, like, I get to touch people. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's so sweet and, and, like, just completely uplifts me and excites me every day. I love that. Yeah. What is the most fun about other people's bodies? Like, what's the funnest part of your job? And, like, I know we've gotten real. We are in the energy thing. We are we are in the cosmos, baby. <laughs> like, I feel it. But, like, what what is the most fun part of other people's bodies as a client level? Like, I'm sure that there are other things that are fun when you're in your partners or with your friends sure, and stuff like sure. that. But, like, what's fun for you about it? About it? Yeah. I feel like... So with new clients, especially, I'm just like, let's see how your body's going to like respond to me. Let's see how this is going to go. And honestly, I'll be totally real. There are some bodies that like don't want me to work on them. And I know it has nothing to do with me. Um, but that's that's always interesting when that comes up. Tell me more about like what what does that look like? What does that look like? Or so, what has that felt like? Yeah, so very simply, you know, I could be working, doing some kind of strokes. And I do a lot of, like, mobilization stuff. So I mm-hmm. do joint work. And some people, a lot more than others, will, like, hold. Their, there's an unconscious holding pattern, and the body just, like, won't move. It's very, very little movement. So it's, like, and literally they're, like, you're trying to rotate shoulders and... They're. And they're locked up. And and even, you know, we have ways of like, okay, try to release them this way, use your breath, blah, blah, blah. Some people, it works that way, and they're like, oh, cool, okay. But others, it's like so clear that, okay, you've had some kind of maybe physical trauma that has locked into this area or some emotional trauma, right? So that's always interesting when that yeah. pops up. But I think I'm always just like with – my, you know, recurring clients, I'm always excited to see, like, where's the body going to take me today? Yeah. Because these are people who are, like, fully open to me and trust me. And I, like, for that alone, I'm so grateful. I feel so blessed because it's a big thing. I do want to talk more a little bit because I think recurring clients are really interesting. And I personally, working with my life coaching practice, like, there's that part of me as I'm early in my business and I'm early in my practice of it. And so there's this part of me of like, I had, I had a client, we worked together over the summer and we were on session nine and we just clicked into the zone where I was like, Ooh, I get to like, this is going to be a really tough session for her. I'm going to drop some major truth bombs, but, uh, 
this is going to be well deserved. This is going to be like something really valuable. And so we got to fucking do this. Mm-hmm. And I was petrified because I was like, shit, she's not going to want to see me anymore. Mm. Like, this is going to be too much. And we met a week later. And suddenly, all of this progress that had gotten clogged up had been shifted and shit was moving. Now, you know, it's we're a couple months later. Every single goal she had set for herself had been met, has been changed, and she is like in this totally different zone. And we're still working together, but that's when I was like, I am a witness to the value of long-term life coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, I am happy to support you through a short little bit, but if we could work together for a while, we could do big things. Yes. And Absolutely. I think... I just want to encourage folks when they think about massage therapy, right? And I, I know you are not saying this shit. I am. I am not the massage therapist. Think about your hairdresser. Think about your barber. Think about your dentist. Think about people that you see routinely. I mean, dentistry, I think folks would argue, is like something you should do, like mandatory. Hairdresser, technically, any of us could go and manage that on mm-hmm. our own. But... When you work with those folks repetitively, they know your teeth, they know your mouth, mm-hmm. they know your family history, yeah. they know your hair, they know what, like, I love that my hairdresser will tell me, like, why would we color your hair? Jen will say, like, why would we color your hair? It's fucking May. You and I both know you're going to be swimming yeah. and you're going to be outside. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. So as a massage therapist, can you talk a little bit about, like, the value of like what you can offer to folks who see you three, four, five, ten, twelve sessions, yeah. whether they're consecutive or it's like every other month or something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, interesting enough, I, I have a really great and honestly pretty affordable from what my clients tell me, like membership. Mm-hmm. So I see these clients every month at least, if not twice a month. Oh, and great. So for them, I mean, of course, everyone is different and, um, So for those who have had like recurring issues in certain areas that have been, you know, highly problematic, like we've taken those sessions and like eradicated those issues. They're gone, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But even for those who like just had, you know, the normal kind of aches and pains that people do, like I get them back to a place where they're like, oh, like I recognize this me and they stay connected to that. Ooh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, so I mean, just on the whole, being able this is this is coming from my clients, like them telling me that they just trust me so much and that ability, like I understand on my end that like it's not easy for people to trust, period. And when you're on the massage table, like you're very vulnerable. Like even as me, like when I get massages, like if I go to someone new, I get like in my head, I get a little nervous. Yeah, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, like it's, there's something about it that feels like you feel fully exposed. And you might, like literally, you're naked, but yeah, there's something else to it. You're really yeah. laid out there in a way where people can feel you and sense you and like, are you open to that? And yeah. so I've just been told by my clients that like they feel so safe and fully supported like the whole time they're there with me. And like, if that's all I can do and give to people, like... Oh my God, like that's, that's all I need. <laughs> so here's what's interesting. Like, I feel like you're, you're, you are who you are all the time, right? Like mm-hmm. 
me in a me in a yoga studio teaching me on stage doing comedy I am who I am but my energy level is different so this whole conversation I've just started thinking I was like oh uh, she teaches yoga. I can totally see that. Like, you get this yummy, cosmic, mellow, like, ooh, hi, hello, garden, we're going to bloom kind of vibe. And I was like, ooh, massage therapy. Like, in my head, I'm like, I got to schedule a massage appointment yes. with her. Like, it would just feel so good, and I can imagine all of it. And then I know you teach fitness classes. I do. So I love on you when you're on the table, and then I kick your ass when you come to my class. Tell me about... <laughs> Tell me about your fitness experience. I know that it's not fucking strip aerobics. It's definitely not. Oh, wow. I love that, though, and I, like, fully, like, honor people who go that route. Mm -hmm. Like, that's Mm -hmm. so fun. Like, you do you. Um, For me, okay, another blase. Oh, my God. Little story. Um, okay. okay. you know, I was a a teenager growing up with a lot of the same media you did. And so from an early age, like my body was skinny, very skinny, but I didn't see it that way. I didn't feel it that way. Right. right? So there's a word for that. It's like body dysmorphia, Uh, I think. uh, Yeah. Body dysmorphia. yeah. Yeah. So I was just fully disconnected to what my body actually was and what it needed but I got a really, like, unhealthy strain of, like, energy towards, like, the fitness kind of thing. And so I was working out religiously at, like, 14 months at a time. I would actually put myself on, like, an applesauce diet for, like, a month. And I lost weight. I felt terrible. And it took me, like... Probably, I think around 16, I just went the complete opposite direction from basically eating nothing to, like, eating all the processed foods to try to fill that space, that void that I was, like, just not able to see. And so from then on, like, after I stopped fitness when I was uh, early teen, like, I didn't come back to it. And I had really no intention um, until I was, like, you know... Fast forward now, early 20s, doing yoga pretty religiously and loving it, but finding that, like, my joints were not staying in place like I wanted them to. So I felt like I was, like, not strengthening in the right ways in my practice, and I was like, you know, it would be cool if I could find something that was, like, a little more, like, different intensity and, like, allowed me to, like, grow my muscles a little more, and I wasn't even looking, though, the funny thing. I just, like, had it in my head. And one of my, like, long-term clients, massage clients, was like, hey, come to my gym and try out my classes here. And I was like, okay. And I did, and it was so fucking hard. It was so hard. The cardio, I was just like, this sucks. Like, I felt like (laughs) at the end of it, and I was like, holy shit, why do people do this? Like, I, I literally felt so much like, no, 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 no. But then as I was, like, driving away from this class... Um, my client who had taught the class, she texted me and was like, hey, would you ever be interested in teaching for us? And I was like, yeah, why not? (laughs) So all of that, like, fuck this, this sucks. I was just like, wait a second. Like, I felt these little, like, I don't know, this little spark of like, oh, wait, something's trying to happen here. Mm -hmm. And maybe there was just some internal resistance, especially at the end of it. Like, I was working with my energy in a different way, but there was this new opportunity coming in. And 
So I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And so just from then on, I like took the training with them and yeah, I'm teaching these classes and just like from that initial experience and then more experiences, it took me some time too to feel like, is this fully aligned with who I am? Because Mm -hmm. yoga is like, I'm a yogi. That was the first thing I said. That's who I am. Like, is this aligned in the right ways? The principles, like the community and and it is. Yeah. And the beauty of yoga is that you can practice it anywhere. Girl. Yeah. And you're really practicing it all the time. Absolutely. 99% of your yoga practice happens off the mat. Yes. Um, I just want to say, so I, because I, I, I say this a lot when I have fitness focus come on. Find something that's fucking fun and do it. Exactly. Running, if running is your jam, girl, yes. Mm-hmm. If cycling is your jam, girl, yes. If strip, aerobics, yoga, like, mm-hmm. but just like I would say your favorite dessert ever is chocolate chip cookies, you know what you got to try? Something fucking else. Yes. Like, not because chocolate chip cookies are bad and not that it has to change, but like, I have learned from doing Pilates in my bedroom to doing Pilates in my bedroom, yoga on the side, yoga, weight training, mm-hmm. running outside, like just be dancing, dancing. Yes. Like the more variety you bring in, and I think like I love, I love how the universe shows up because she was like, okay, cool. So she got her yoga thing, she's got her massage thing. We need to step another level. And, like, I agree that you have to find what's in alignment with you. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone were to come up to me today and say, like, Haley, uh, we want you to teach um, Krav Maga or Tai Chi, I would be like, I cannot help you. Right. Because, one, I feel like those are really big. Those are lifestyle practices. Mm -hmm. I personally think, like, especially with Tai Chi, there's a Mm -hmm. lot that you have to do that does not include the physical postures. Mm -hmm. Um. But, like, I would fucking love to watch. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess I digress to say that, like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say that in the month of January, I'm going to come to one of your fitness classes if yes. you'll have me. Yes, um, And I would love to get a massage, and I would love for those to happen, uh, like, within a week of each other just yes. to see <laughs> the differences. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's, it's been a really, like, awesome journey with, like especially just being a yogi and one of my favorite Maya Angelou quotes is that I belong everywhere and nowhere. Ooh, I love that. Yes. Like, and it helped me so much in like transforming my energy. So from, you know, we talk so much about like this very like synchronistic, like focus, more like spiritual kind of energy that I do with yoga and massage and transforming that into this like clearly like fully abundant present powerful bold like here I am energy like we need both yeah yeah Yeah. um I was gonna ask you for a quote to wrap up the episode but I feel like you just did yeah so thank you yeah thank Thank you. you so much for coming on the show uh I will include links to all of your stuff. So if folks want to get connected to you um, on the episode page, do you want to share any of that just so that they hear it in your own words? Yeah, yeah. So if you want a massage from me, I work in Ferndale at uh, Ananda Yoga and Meditation Studio. It's like eight and a half in Livernois. Really fantastic. Um, And if you want to take any of my fitness classes, I'm at Fuse 45 
in Royal Oak, and we actually have a two weeks unlimited classes, forty five dollars. Yeah, like, and kids. I think it's until the end of the month, so it's like it's a you got to take that deal because it doesn't get better than that. Mm 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 mm. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, I love you, you so much, and um, have a great day.